If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. In Ankeny. The Vikings looking to keep a couple win streaks going when they host the Cardinals on Sunday. The 5-1 and one Vikes have won four in a row overall, and they've won ten straight home games against the Cardinals. The Bears try to maintain their focus for Sunday's game in Dallas following the trade this week of star pass rusher Robert Quinn. With last night's loss to the Ravens, the Buccaneers are now 3-5. and five. First time in Tom Brady's NFL career, his team has been two games under 500. I'm Doug Thompson. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby back ribs, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Number two, it's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. We take you up until noon. Tom Cakert in 20 minutes covers the Hawks, HawkeyeReport.com. Let's get to our friend Mike Palm off the Vegas Circus Sports Sponsors of the Hour. Uh, Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations at Circa. How are you, sir? Good morning, Kenny. Good morning, Trent. How are you guys? I'm doing well. We want to start with baseball because, after all, the World Series starts tonight. And if you're listening to Miller and Condon, you wouldn't know it based on the first hour of the program. Uh, just wow. football is so crazy. You know how it is here, Mike. You grew up in Iowa uh, and how much it moves the needle. But it's World Series and it's game one, and I, for one, can't wait. And I'm, I found one other person that finally came over my side and said, you know what, people are selling these Phillies too short. I know you'll tell me I'm nuts. You did on our Iowa Everywhere podcast. Have I, did I change your mind at all after we finished up? Not really. Uh, but the money's coming in on the Phillies. Is we it? Opened one nine, we opened at 190 uh, after the series concluded. Uh, when was it? Monday. And now we've had this long wait. Uh, it's down to 175 now. Uh, the Astros. So, and it's not really people, at least at our book, hedging or monetizing their futures tickets on the Astros because we are like in the exact same position in the futures market, Astros and Phillies. So they're both plus low six figures for us. So it's not that. So, but we are seeing some movement. You know, I questioned um, starting Nola in Game One. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, publicly with you and then in some other forums. And uh, Wayne Krisky, who is a former GM of the Cincinnati Reds, reached out to me and and he said, you know, Mike, I agree with it because Nola has a better shot of going three games than Wheeler. Nola's arm can recover quicker than Wheeler. So mm. there's no point to push Wheeler to game one. He's not going to be ready for a game seven in any circumstance. And then Evan Longoria happened to be at the sports book last night. Uh, and, uh, I was talking to him about it and, you know, he, they faced the, they faced, uh, the Phillies this year. And, uh, he said, I get your concern. He said, but remember the end of the year, the last game, the Phillies needed to win to clinch before, you know, when it was decided Milwaukee was out, Nola pitched a great game against them in Houston. So 
he thinks that factors into the decision to go with Nola tonight as well. Looking at the pitching props, it's something that I've jumped aboard a lot here this postseason, and luckily for me, it's actually been profitable for once. Uh, Verlander, over under six and a half strikeouts, the under minus 135 currently at Circa. Nola at five and a half. You guys also have over under and earned runs, outs recorded. It's something that I've really got into here this postseason. What are you seeing, if anything, on the pitching props right now? The strikeout one is popular, but you know which one's becoming more popular? And I think eventually we'll we'll take more handle is out. Yeah, yep. I, I think I think that is really a market people like to attack. Mm-hmm. And I've been looking. There's wide variance in these numbers. Like I look at the offshore number just to see what the market's like. I mean, there there could be a, a pitcher who's it's two outs uh, t- two outs off. You know what I mean? And and they usually finish around there somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's rare a starter's out after four innings or that they go seven. So, I mean, it's always in that 15, 16, 17 with the half runs in there. I've done well this. I haven't bet any strikeout pops, but I'm done well betting over outs. I think I'm 5 and 0 betting over outs so far this postseason. I make my own number, and if I can find a number, an out and a half below it, I'm going to bet it, even if I have to lay 130, 135, or 140 juice. Well, you know me, and I, I love to shop for prices, and where I'm going to land and where I have landed, uh, a Super, our Super Bowl, World Series MVPs. Look, if you, uh, you jump on board, you get a short price on the Phillies. Um, you, it's going to cost you money to make money on, on the Astros. Um, but it, it's not the case when you, when you try to find an MVP. So what strategy, would, I mean, you, you talked about it on, on Tuesday on our Iowa Everywhere, but I'm going to ask you again. Uh, super... World Series most valuable player. You looking for a pitcher? You looking for a hitter? What? Where does your eye go, Mike? My eye always go. Well, a hot hitter, but I look at the prices a lot of it too. So I have a position on the Astros. It's not nearly as good as yours, Kenny. Um, that I bet in uh, late June, I believe. Um, it's not huge, you know. It's it's not quite five figures to pay out. Um, but I'm going to hedge it probably with a couple Phillies. And you know Harper's seven to one seven in some markets. You yep. can find him anywhere from seven to one is plus seven fifty in some spots. You probably have to put Harper there. Although I think if you're Baker, you don't let Harper beat you. Schwarber, interestingly enough, is the third choice at most books uh, after Alvarez and Harper being co-favorites. If Wheeler had started Game One, boy, at sixteen to one, he could still win two games and be the MVP. Um, maybe I sprinkle a little on Wheeler too. I can't go with Nola. Nola is just the guy, you know, to me, he's a guy, if you score five, he gives up six. If you score two, he gives up three. It's just, that's how I always feel about Nola. The guy's got great stuff and great numbers, but I always think there's that one inning that he, once he gives up a run in an inning, he has a hard time rallying and getting the three out. You know, back, back to Wheeler for just a second. So, and I agree with you, um, and I took him. I've got him at sixteen to one. So for Wheeler to win, doesn't it? Isn't it almost that the Phillies have to win the series and almost have to do so in six games? Meaning he would probably win games two and six. Is that the most likely path to his MVP? Maybe. What also would help is if it's a low-scoring series and you can't key a lot of hitters. You know ah, what I mean? Sure. Yeah. If you get a lot of two-one-three-two games, it'll lean to the pitchers. Um, but if, you know, if the games are eight to six, then you're probably going to have a guy hit three or four home runs, six, seven RBIs that gets to look, to look for it. Another fun prop that you guys have first home run hit. We'll know this one in the whole series, in the whole series, hopefully early. And I had to jump aboard because Bregman at oh. plus 1250, he's a machine. He is red hot mm-hmm. right now. 
I had to do it at that price. Who came up with that one? That's a fun one. Not just first home run for the game. Um, you know, if it goes to game two without a home run, your bet is still alive. Who came up with that one? This is fun. That's uh, Chris Bennett, who's our director of trading. Mm-hmm. He put together these props. He's really our lead NFL guy and our baseball guy. I mean, we have five or six really good NFL guys. Yep. He's really our, our, our baseball guy, and that's what he loves more than anything. So he had fun. We said, let's come up with a menu for the World Series. Uh, it's an interesting matchup. The Phillies are a great story. Either way, if it was the Padres, um, any of the four teams going through it. But uh, it's more of a fun way, and people are more <laughs> accustomed now to betting all these Super Bowl props. Yep. And more, and more, more markets to bet. So he had some fun putting it together uh, um, early this week. Would it matter? I mean, how much handle would you guys? We'll just use the games one and two here. If it was, if it was the Yankee or the uh, the Dodgers and the Astros, would there be more money bet tonight? Do you think, or does it matter once we get to the World Series? No, I still think it would. If the the Dodgers and the Yankees would have been the best matchup. Then the Padres for us because of, we've attracted so many Padre fans because of the sponsorship. Yankees a little more than Houston, but not as dramatic as Dodgers versus Philadelphia. People still bet baseball, bet baseball, but mm-hmm. you know there's not as many ties to East Coast other than the national brand. Uh, you know where we're at. Over to some football, and of course, Circa Survivor continues without Ken, without myself. <laughs> And you are down to just slim pickings here. 98% of the field has been knocked out. I know we talked about it on TV, Mediacom this week on Inside the Numbers, but this is just absolutely ridiculous. For a radio audience, explain, you know people are going to be knocked out, but was it two years ago? Half the field was still alive at this point? 45% was alive uh, at this point two years ago, and now we have 2% alive. <laughs> out of the 6,100-plus entries, only 125 remain. One player has all six of his entries. Still. That's bananas. And, he's, yeah. he, he's de- and he was on with Gil Alexander on a numbers game on Beeson earlier this week. He's to- all in on one team every week. He's not split up his entries at all. Um, and he's, 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 you know, he's still got Buffalo. He's still got Kansas City. Um, so he's in a good seat. Use the Bears against Houston. Use the Chargers against Denver. So I'm it's curious. I think he's going all six again the same. He said, but at wow. what point now you get under 100 that you don't have to start splitting them up? And and out of the 125, 21 do not have Buffalo left. So that's mm-hmm. important for Thanksgiving if we get there. Yeah, I saw him on uh, Vison with, um, I'm not yeah. sure who he was with, uh, just going over. And, and the game, the games that that he's won to get to this point, talk about the luck factor being involved in this. I mean, it's, it's sports. You're going to have to get breaks along the way. He's got one seemingly every single. There hasn't been maybe one week where he's uh, hasn't been on the edge of his seat. I got to figure this. This guy's got nerves of steel. My God, let's get to last night or back to last night. Who did you need? I thought Baltimore was a cinch, Mike. It's easy to say now, uh, but I, I I thought that they would win last night. Who did you need? Right. You know, I would have taken Baltimore in the Friday night contest with humans, but you know we can only play Saturday and Sunday Monday mm. games. So I just thought that too was a ridiculous number. Um, we needed uh, we needed Baltimore. They just kept wow. that in Tampa Bay. We almost went to two and a half. I bet him at halftime. Um, I bet Baltimore plus three ten to, or no, plus two ten to win the game. I just, uh, you know, this this Tampa team is not good. Nope. Um, offensively, they're very challenged. So, uh, but you know, I would have leaned under two, and then they get the points late, and it went over. But we needed that. I mean, that's I couldn't believe 
that we need, and we need, it was a fairly, it was, well, I think it's the second best Thursday night game other than the opener. Second half most heavily bet. They've been a lot of clunkers and duds. Um, so seemingly a matchup of two brands and, and, and strong franchises. And so we had a good handle on the game and, and, but they bet Tampa, Tampa, Tampa. I mean, we had a four point move on the game. Jeez. That's absolutely crazy. Sunday night football this week. I'm so intrigued by this game and what you guys are seeing right now. Buffalo, everybody's favorite, the betting favorite to win the Super Bowl. They've looked incredibly good this year against this ugly Green Bay team that has lost three straight. Two of them to the New York teams, one to Washington. They're not playing good football. The biggest dog of Aaron Rodgers' career. I'm sure people are going to jump aboard with that. The number currently at Circa is 11.5. What do you see in Sunday night football? Yeah, well, we're seeing Buffalo so far, but it'll be interesting. There's always a ton of Packer fans every weekend at Circa, at the D, at the Golden Gate, right? They travel well. They love Wisconsin. Very good fan base. Um, how much further can you go with this team, though? But Buffalo looks so good. They just they just look so – even in their loss, they outgained Miami 2-1, to one, you know? They come from 17 down in a rainstorm in Baltimore, and they just ground away at it. I mean – you told me that the Packers lost by seven or ten and covered. I wouldn't be shocked. You told me Buffalo won by eighteen or twenty-one. I wouldn't be shocked. So I think it's a really hard game to play. Uh, Mike Palm uh, from Circus Sports is our guest. Uh, Mike, the early game, which is six thirty Pacific, eight thirty our time, ESPN Plus uh, has the exclusive. Richard Simmons is going to start a quarterback for the Broncos, so he will play. Um, Richard Simmons? Yeah, you know Richard Simmons, the the eighties actress. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Russell Wilson, get it? That's kind of a little humor, Trent Condon. Very little, apparently. Um, I but, got it. <laughs> but Just when a, you got to explain, it goes I wondered about you a little bit over there. Um, <laughs> your thoughts? Um, what will you change the number on the game? I don't know if it was ripping, if it's, it's if something's wrong with him. Yeah. I think something's wrong with Aaron Rodgers' hand. Really wrong. He, the ball is not coming. Something's wrong with his thumb. To me, I'm not a doctor, but I look at how the ball comes off his hand. And something's wrong with Russell Witt. He doesn't want to run. He doesn't. He's so he's become like a statue. I don't know. I don't know if they gain anything from playing him. I mean, you paid all the money in the draft picks. I don't know what changes the handicap much. The number's now down under 40. I think a lot of people can't watch this game. They don't subscribe to ESPN+. Plus, so I know there's a lot of bar owners out there that are upset by it, but, you know. I've always subscribed to it because you get all the hockey except the TNT games and the NBC game are on ESPN Plus and a lot of soccer. Mm-hmm. So I've always subscribed to ESPN. I think for six bucks a month, <laughs> it's a great value. So I mean, and we subscribe to it obviously at Circa and the D and the Golden Gate. So we'll see it. A lot of people won't see it and probably won't be upset at what they miss. Let's uh, jump over to college football. Love this slate of games this week. So many underdogs, I think, are barking, including this one. Northwestern against Iowa. They have owned Iowa inside of Kinnick. Fitz has dominated against Kirk Ferentz, and this Iowa offense has had some big-time struggles, as we know. Any sharp play, anything you're seeing, either there or the other in-state game with Iowa State-Oklahoma? Not much on Iowa State-Oklahoma. I think I'm going to use Nebraska or uh, Northwestern in my tournament play tonight. Are you in my contest? But I think they could win the game. I really? I think I'll yeah. put a little money money line on it. What what, what will Iowa do? Nothing. I mean, their defense and their special teams have to mm-hmm. score all the points. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do anything. This game has ten to nine written all over it. <laughs> yep. But mm-hmm. the, the the key thing here is we opened this thirty one and a half on Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon your time one p.m. 31 and a half. I just looked, we're at 38. 
So are you a, really? You know, a six, yeah, a, a six and a half point move to the over. I I wish I had access to thirty one and a half. It can't. It couldn't stay to be the lowest of all time, could it? He should have bet it over the thirty one and a half, and now you'd have a big six point middle. Mm-hmm. You know, right now I like under thirty eight. Mm-hmm. I think the thirty eight's too high, but. It's hard, 31-and-a-half, such a tough number. Indeed it is. Well, Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations at Circus Sports, the D. Bacon Nation next week? Mm. I, you no, know, no, no. It opened. I ate there yesterday. Did oh, you? Oh, I could eat there yeah. next weekend. You should eat there you next will. weekend. I'll put it on you'll, the... You'll have, the, you'll have to decide between berries and Bacon Nation. <laughs> <laughs> Can I hit them both? I know I'm going <laughs> to eat East. Dead. I'm definitely yeah. doing that. I don't blame you. Brisket like, fried rice, here we go. Sounds like the Iowa Everywhere team's going to be out there for Cyhawk, both of them. So I'm going well, to piggyback you? on are that. You gonna, are you coming? No, I'm coming to the the Iowa Everywhere team's going to Cyhawk Women, Cyhawk Men that week. And that's yeah, when that's I'm coming. Like yeah, I'll that's be like there. Thursday the 7th. Right? Yeah. Thursday, December 7th. Yes, that's when, the, that's when I think Hassel's going, Williams is going. Uh, I think there's a group going, but I'm going to jump on board with that. I'm going to chaperone those fellas and teach them how to do Las Vegas. Where are you going to be for your uh, Breeders' Breeders' Cup? Uh, in my living room. How about you? <laughs> uh, I'll be at Circa. You know, we're we're a pair of mutual. Uh, are you? Full card. The full card today and tomorrow at Keelan at Circa. Fixed odds at the other two, but we we have the pair of mutual license at Circa. So full card at Keeneland both days. Oh, nice, nice. Got to got to do it yeah. on the big race days, don't you? You have to. Oh. Yeah. You have to. Absolutely. Mike Palm, good stuff, Mike. Thank you. We'll talk to you Tuesday. Thanks, guys, and yeah. I'll see you next uh, next Friday, Trent. Sounds Lucky great. Looking duck. forward to it. Yeah. Jealous. See you, bud. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations. Now you got me jealous sport. already about December. It's going to be fun. Yes. It's going to be uh, – um, I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for the invite. Well, I was invited, oh, so okay. I really couldn't invite you because right. I was told. Yeah. But um, Williams – Who started this relationship with Circa? Well, he kind of both of us did. Well, who got the meeting? Well, yeah, you did get yeah, the meeting. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> we got a pretty good team here. <laughs> yes, we do. One of us had to have his arm twisted to come over here. <laughs> Took a while. It did take a while, longer than I thought. Um, anyways, we will come back with Tom Cakert from HawkeyeReport.com. Come along. You're welcome to do it. No, I'll, I'll wait for the invite. <laughs> Chris, if you're still listening, it sounds like we got somebody a little PO behind the glass here. No, I won't. Now, would you could you give up your wife's 40th at birthday party next week to make this to make it with us in no. December? <laughs> I didn't think so. We'll come back talk to uh, Tom Cakert on the Hawks. Um, our picks still to come, and some info on the Iowa Mission of Mercy, which holds their free dental clinic a week from today and tomorrow. Um, we'll talk more about that coming up here in about 20 minutes. Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.org. Joined by Dr. Macy Dealman, Elite Eye Care in Waukee and the Eye Company in Ankeny. Dr. Dealman, many people deal with dry eye. If our eyes do not produce enough tears or the right quality of tears, dry eye develops. Elite Eye Care specializes in treatment of dry eye. More advanced dry eye may be due to inflammation of the skin and can be treated with IPL or intense pulsed light, which improves quality of the tear film and reduces discomfort from dry eye. Stop by and see myself, Macy Dealman, or the rest of our doctors at Elite Eye Care in Waukee or the Eye Company. Which home selling team? After the storms hit Central recently, you see companies from all over the country come to Iowa to take advantage of Iowans' misfortune. They're here today, gone tomorrow. You want to stick with companies you know, companies like Wolf Roofing. 
You know, Wolf Roofing will be here long after the storm. They've been here for over 25 years. Wolf Roofing and its employees are central Iowans just like you. When storms hit and misfortune happens, they take care of their own. Go to Wolf Roofing. for podcasting. Portions of the following program were pre-recorded. You've been waiting for it, and now it's here. Fat Charlie's. Now open in Urbandale, an upscale sports bar with over 50 TVs, a brunch menu available every day starting at 9. On the weekends, free pancakes for kids. And don't forget about the Bloody Mary and Mimosa Bar. You want pizza while watching the game? Fat Charlie's has fresh homemade dough. Make your way to Fat Charlie's, 121st Street. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, just past 1230. Welcome back. Miller and Condon are on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Taking up until noon. You will be at Johnston Stadium tonight. The Bull, 96.9. Yes. Playoff action, number six, Iowa Johnston. City High. 11th ranked City High in the final RPI rankings of the season. Mitch Moore. Back in central Iowa again, Ben Keeter and company, future Iowa Hawkeye on the field for that one. Should be a fun one. Will Nuss, the outstanding sophomore quarterback for Johnston, had a couple of monster performances here. Where's he getting offers from? Well, he's a baseball stud. He was a starter as a freshman. (laughs) Baseball is where he's going to be on the state championship. Johnston Dragon baseball team. He's also their quarterback as a sophomore. Yeah, how about that for some athleticism? Not too bad for Mr. Nuss, and baseball ultimately, I think, is where his career will end Reminds up. Reminds me of a current Hawkeye right now, playing receiver at the uh-huh. University of Iowa. Uh, let's get Tom Cakert in here. Tom, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. Hawkeye Report, of course, for Tom Cakert. How are you, Tom? I'm good. You guys are missing the biggest story, which is my West Falcons are going to be out in central Iowa tonight, uh, taking down number one Dowling. <laughs> oh, that's going to happen with Davenport <laughs> West, huh? Well, how about that? What a story, though, that making the playoffs. It, it is. It's been so long since uh, uh, my old school made the playoffs or even had a winning season. So um, everybody here is pretty excited and happy you know, I've been fortunate to know a lot of those kids because uh, coaching them and, um, you know, in the peewee level mm-hmm. of sports, you know, just basketball and and, uh, and and baseball primarily and a lot of great kids uh, on that team. So I'm just thrilled for them. And Valley's on the road, so Dowling gets Valley Stadium? Uh, no, they're playing at Williams. They're, they always go to Williams for they the do. playoffs, don't they? They do. Uh, interesting. All right, good stuff. Tom, so let's get into it. I don't want to linger on it. It's, it's, it's been a few days now. Just uh, uh, kind of a difficult day, for, or difficult week, rather, um, and brought it on himself uh, for, for Coach Ferentz. Uh, just your thoughts on uh, everything that transpired. Um, of course, um, you, you were there for the, for the press conference after the Ohio State game. Uh, take it from there to where we're at now, Tom, in um, you know 30 seconds or so. Yeah, it was just, um, you know, I was kind of, I was, I was actually front and center for the, for, for both things, but mainly for the, the thing on Saturday with, uh, with Doug Lake Mauricius and, and, uh, his comment or his questions. I was the guy sitting between Doug and Kirk. No. So, um, that was not the most comfortable seat in the building right then, but, um, and then Kirk, I thought the, the, the line about interrogation was, yeah was just not necessary. Um, but to Kirk's credit, he apologized and, you know, we're going to move on and, you know, what's done is done. And, um, I think he reacted as a, as a dad more Mm -hmm. than a football coach on Mm -hmm. Saturday on, on Tuesday. And, 
um, and, and Saturday. And that's the problem with nepotism, and yet mm-hmm. here we are. Northwestern tomorrow, and this is not a good Wildcat team, but we've seen bad Northwestern teams beat good Iowa teams. This is obviously not a very good Iowa team and not a very good offense on top of it. What does Iowa have to do to give hope going into the final month of the season, not just winning this game? What more do you need to see tomorrow to give you, hey, maybe this team at minimum has a chance to get to a bowl game? How about how about scoring touchdowns on offense? That's, that's a start. And they no haven't concept. done in, in, in 28 drives now, yes. uh, two games. They have not uh, gotten past the goal line uh, on offense. So I think that's the big thing. Um, I fully expect that Spencer's going to start. Mm-hmm. Um, how quick that hook will be if he struggles, I don't know. Uh, but I, I've, I'm hearing they're going to really try and open up the offense and try and throw the ball around a little bit. So um, why not? Nothing else is working, so mm-hmm. you might as well. And, and Northwestern is not very good against the pass this year. So I think they're going to try and get some stuff down the field uh, early in the game. Tom, could we see them go a little hurry up? We've seen you know the yeah. offense kind of click a little bit when they do that. No huddle, hurry up. You don't have to go super fast, but just quicken the pace a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah, I did my podcast with Chuck Long on Monday, and and that was one of the things that he suggested was why not just go some up tempo and um, just come out and do hurry up and and see if you can get something, some momentum, uh, just something because what you've been doing clearly is not working, and maybe just going out and playing instead of thinking will help the offensive line and will help Spencer Petrus. Just lost him. He's there. No, I'm still well, I, here. I lost I'm him. Still here. Maybe it's my headphones. Uh, beg your pardon. Uh, are you finished your answer? Because I couldn't hear a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Tom, yeah. will we? I mean, obviously, depend if Petrus has a bad game, we will see Padilla. But if it's going okay, um, he's not. He's not setting the world on fire. He's not changing how the position is played, anything like that. But do you think we see Padilla at all in the game? Saying Petrus is having a you know an average or above average game by his standards. I just my sense is I think they're going to give Spencer the shot and I think they're going to let him play. But if he if if it starts off like it did last week, I think the hook is going to be mighty quick. Um, That's that's just my sense on things. That's how I would handle things, because, you know, when is the last chance for Spencer Petrus? That's the thing you have to keep asking yourself, you know, because. Um, I would have. I wouldn't start him this week if I were nope. if I were the head coach. I think maybe just he would benefit from sitting on the sidelines and, and watching for a little bit, and maybe coming off the bench if Alex Padilla uh, were to struggle. But uh, obviously, the Iowa coaches do not feel that same same way. What is the likelihood we do see a change at offensive coordinator and two parter, a move from Brian Ferentz, a demotion? I think that sets up a whole new set of problems. I know a lot of people want to see him go back to be the offensive line coach or tight end coach or something different there because he did a good job. I just think you're setting yourself up for failure if you go that direction because now you got the OC sitting in all those meetings mm-hmm. and going through things, and he's the son on top of it. I, I just don't like it. What do you think on that, Tom? Yeah, it, it, it would make for if you demote, Brian. I think... Um, I don't know what's going to happen yet. I think it's still to be determined what happens with, with, uh, with Brian and his future. I, I think they might 
you know, refigure things. But uh, on the offensive side, maybe you make John Budmeyer the um, quarterback's coach and just have him do that job because Brian's really not a quarterback coach. And maybe you move Brian to coach a different position um, and be the OC. But I, I don't know. It's, I, but I, I think if you, if you're, if Brian's not the OC, I just, I'd find it hard for him to still continue to be on staff because that's a, just an elephant in the room kind mm-hmm. of situation at that point. I think he takes himself out and takes another job somewhere in football, whether it's one of, um, you know, Kurt's many relationships throughout the game that, um, that he goes, that he moves on. That's how I see watch, it ending. Watch, um, watch for what happens if, if Bill O'Brien gets a job. Okay. Um, cause, Brian and they Bill were in New England. Are, are are best friends. They are best. Brian's told me that he's like one of his best friends. So um, if Bill O'Brien got a head coaching job, I think there's a a strong strong likelihood that Brian Ferentz would be his own line coach. Uh, I could see that. That would make sense. Yep. It, it certainly would. Tom Caker joining us, HawkeyeReport.com. Recruiting, we saw the running back from Florida decommit now, what, three, four weeks ago. Not a whole else out there. Well, I, there's a running back that's there this weekend that's got a Nebraska offer that just committed from Tulane. Or right. decommitted from Decommitted from Tulane, yeah. yeah. On the decommitment front, though, that, that's always kind of the scary part of either coaching changes, guys moving around, and when you're having a season, especially offensively, this bad, do you have many concerns? You work in the recruiting space. Do you have many concerns about that? Um, it's got to be a concern for him on the offensive side for sure. Um, but but then again, you know, I know Marco Lainez, the quarterback that they've uh, got coming in, is not wavered at all, and he's very solidly with Iowa. Um, you know, they lost the running back. Uh, you know, Alex Moda, the the wide receiver uh, from Marion, has been at every game. Caden Proctor's been at every game. So. Um, those guys seem to be, um, you know, at least somewhat, so- it, it seems solid. I mean, they're at every home game and they're there wearing Iowa gear and they're recruiting other kids to come to Iowa. So um, I, I think that's that's a positive. The kid you were talking about, Ken, the, the running back is a, a Barnes kid from New Orleans who was a two-lane commit. Uh, they've also got the Moulton kid from uh, Florida who is a Florida Atlantic commit that's um, – that's coming in this weekend and they've got, you know, three wide receiver prospects coming in. So we'll see if they can, you know, maybe get some momentum on, on, uh, on that side of the ball in terms of recruiting. Any basketball news, Tom, before we let you go? Yeah. Men, men's got, or women's? Um, yeah. Well, um, just from the team perspective, um, you know, the, the women are playing tonight exhibition game against Nebraska Kearney and then Iowa, the, the men play, Monday night against uh, Truman State, Jeff Horner, and I suspect that uh, um, Tony Perkins is probably going to be their starting point guard, and Peyton Sanford's going to play the the two guard to start the season. Good stuff. Uh, we will uh, obviously pay very close attention to that. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Tom, thank you. We'll talk to you next week, or I will. Trent will be in Vegas. I'll speak with you next week. Thank you, Tom Caker. Sounds great. Thanks, guys. Yep, thank you, Tom Cakert. HawkeyeReport.com as we catch up uh, with Tom. Our picks are still to come. We're going to get uh, Dr. Kyle Gagliardo in here to talk about Iowa Mission of Mercy. That's that free dental clinic that's coming up uh, one week from today, not only uh, a week from today, but also a week from tomorrow, so next Friday and Saturday at the Varied Industries Building. We'll tell you about more about that on the other side. It's Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. XNO. If you 
own a house, you've got a huge asset. And everyone's looking at it. With Wall Street investors buying up homes in Des Moines and renting them out like never before, you have to wonder, what do they see in your big asset that you don't? The truth is, if you sell your home instead of renting it, you can kiss your asset goodbye. Especially with today's higher interest rates, the best way to save your asset is to rent it out instead. Does renting make your asset look big? Yes, it does. Especially when you hire the professional landlords at Renner's Warehouse. DIYing your property management is a total pain in your asset. But with Renner's Warehouse, you never have to find tenants, collect rent, or handle pesky maintenance calls again. Don't lose your asset and stop busting your asset trying to manage it yourself. Go to Renner'sWarehouse.com to book your free home rental price analysis today or call 515-528-4429. Renner's Warehouse. You can't buy happiness. I'm Dr. Kevin Baker, a Des Moines dentist and chair of this year's Iowa Mission of Mercy, a free two-day dental clinic. The Iowa Mission of Mercy, or as you might know it, IMOM, is coming to the Varied Industries Building at the Iowa State Fairgrounds November 4th and 5th. Since 2008, this large free dental clinic has served more than 15,000 patients, totaling over $10 million in free dental care. We are still looking for dental professionals and general volunteers to assist with this great cause. Sign up today at iowamom.org. Free FM, KXNO. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back. So to tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, their official sports betting partner of the NBA, new customers make any $5 NBA money line bet, get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Oh, check this out, Trent. In addition to the usual bets, everybody can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, place a stepped-up same-game parlay today with bigger payouts than ever. DraftKings Sportsbook, that's where I go to bet the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code KXNO. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code KXNO. Must be 21 or older. I will only. Bonus issued is free Bets, one boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Deposit parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Gambling problem? Beer. Football Friday picks from Miller and Condon on KXNO. Brought to you by Circus Sports. Sports betting the way it should be with Circus Sports Iowa. All right, the frivolity of our picks coming up here in a moment, but let's do some serious business before we do that. We've been telling you about the Iowa Mission of Mercy, the two-day event that's coming up next week and next Friday, next Saturday uh, at the Varied Industries Building in Des Moines. If you or if someone you know uh, is in a spot where they need... Um, dental care, uh, anything from cleanings, general dental ser- uh, services, my, even minor oral surgeries, endodontic, periodontic services, um, Iowa Mission of Mercy. This, what this does is a whole bunch of dentists. They pack up their office. They set up their office at the Varied Industries building. And for 11 hours from 6 a.m. until 5 p.m. on Friday, and then the same thing on Saturday, they provide that free, which is just amazing. Dr. Kyle Gagliardo will join us. He'll be one of the doctors participating. Hello, Doc. Uh, thank you for being patient. We apologize for the lengthy break. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. It's uh, good to be on on with you to be able to talk about this. This is a great event. It truly uh, is. We haven't been able to, yeah, 
we haven't been able to do it for for a few years, so we're we're, we're glad to be able to uh, provide this service again. And which leads me to believe that there's going to be a whole lot of people that uh, look to take advantage of it. I love that darts involved. If you get if you're looking for transportation, you can't get down there. I believe they've got free services as well. But you know, just a general, um, you know, what what people can expect once they get there. It is first come first serve, but from six a.m. until five p.m., uh, some of the some of the services you and your fellow dentists from all around the state of Iowa. Uh, will be providing exactly we're going to have a hundred chairs set up wow. so we'll be able to do quite a quite a bit typically we're doing a lot of cleanings a lot of exams a lot of fillings and we can take out quite a few teeth also we do not specifically do wisdom teeth uh, but just about anything else we can we can handle we do make um, a small number of partial partial dentures uh, which means if you're missing a front tooth, we may be able to help you out with that also. It's amazing. It really is. So for people out there, let them know, obviously, where you're going to be. But secondly, for people that just want to get involved, either volunteering or donating, just go to the website. Is that the easiest way to get involved with the Iowa Mission of Mercy? That is absolutely the best way to do it. It's iowamom.org, dot org, And you can either sign up to, to, to volunteer, sign up to donate, or just sign up to get some more info. Uh, do you have any idea which day will be the busiest? Any idea? Typically, we are very busy on Saturday because a lot of folks have to work mm-hmm. on Friday or they're, um, you know, they, they don't have the same sort of child care um, options open. So typically, we're a little busier Saturday, but while we do open the doors at six, it's not uncommon for there to be a quite a quite a line. So some sure. folks will wait over overnight, and uh, so you're going to want to be dressed for the for the weather yeah, uh, if that's what you choose. Absolutely. And then uh, from the time they get there, I guess everybody's different, right? There's no one size fits all. But you're in and out of being people usually within a couple of hours, or is that to is is that you know you really can't narrow in on that. It's hard to say. I mean, yeah. typically, if, if, if you're someone who gets in the door right at 6, uh, later in the morning, you'll, you'll probably be out. We usually tell people to plan on spending the day there. Yeah. It's free dental care. Uh, and you just heard Dr. Gagliardo go over some of the things they're going to do. Missing a tooth, um, front tooth, perhaps you'll be able to uh, get involved. But certainly dental cleaning services, minor oral surgeries, going to do a lot of cavities, dot, dot, dot. Uh, doctor, can't thank you enough. It's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful event. It's a two-day event. How many people do you think you'll see? What, what, do you guys have a goal? We, you know, we usually try to see about 1,200. Um, and obviously it, it, it varies. If we have fewer than that, we do more things. If we have more, we try to focus on whatever whatever you came for. Mm-hmm. That's what we try to be able to you know focus on. And if it's something we can't help with, I mean, you got a lot of dentists there who can advise you and just help oh, you sure. out with, with what the what the next steps will, will be. So uh, if you uh, if you want to be one of those twelve hundred, please please come out and see us. Absolutely. We're going to have dentists on all next week talking about this incredible event. Next Friday and Saturday, Varied Industries Building from 6 a.m. until 5 o'clock. Thank you, Dr. Gagliardo. Have a wonderful weekend. Appreciate you coming on. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Good stuff. All right, Trent Condon. T-Box is yours. Do we want to go over the standings? Because I kind of feel like we should. You got a half-game lead. 
Which is amazing. We're both under 500. Yeah. Significantly. It's amazing. Five picks, two college, two pro NFL in our final two minutes. Did you like the NFL slate? No, I, I love either. the college slate. I could have picked 20 games. All right, let's get into it. It's my tee box. I'm going to take Ohio State. I've been talking about this all week long. 14 and a half. You can actually get it at 14 and a half. I saw that. I think DraftKings has that. Most places are 15, 15 and a half. But I'll grab the 14 and a half, lay the 14 and a half, rather. I'll take the Buckeyes. I'm taking a dozen. I love Kentucky. Tennessee, they're looking ahead to next week, Georgia game. Kentucky's better than you think. It's going to be a good football game. My best, I'll get to the best bet in a second. For the NFL, uh, Denver, I'm going to take the two and a half points against Jacksonville. Their defense, Denver's defense, is legit. Played the Richard Simmons joke. It fell flat. Won't do it again. Uh, I'll take the Jets. I'm also getting two and a half. Uh, did you see New England on Monday night? Yeah. How are they favored on the road at the Jets? No clue. Right? Yeah. My best bet is Oklahoma State getting a point and a half at K-State. Trent. Here we go. Ripping through them quick. I am with you on Kentucky this week. I will grab those 12 and a half. Look at spot. I gave you some numbers when we talked to Bama Bob. I love Cal. Let down spot for Oregon after the win last week. Cal is going to slow this down to a snail pace. And I'm getting 17 and a half. Love this all day long. With Cal, another t- a coach that's really good as a double-digit dog. To the NFL, Atlanta, we're back on the well again with the Falcons after they finally let one get away last week. Still 6-1 and one against the number, and the Vikings minus 3.5. I know Arizona's better on the road. I just don't buy they're going to go into Minnesota and win. My best bet of the week, West Virginia. Mm. Sing it. Plus 7.5 against TCU. They win this one outright. Well, we'll see. Man... I know a lot of people are going that way, but when everybody's going that way, gee, I'm going to go the other way. Uh, you'll be on a football field tonight. You have Johnson, Iowa City High, and the Dragons of 96.9. The bus, Joe Stacy and company here, but they'll be fanned all across central Iowa. The playoffs are here. Murph and Andy will be here at 1. Cakes and no drive. Heather and Sean at 3. Joe Stacy and company tonight. Have a great weekend. See you Monday.